Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Curious Competitor Podcast. I am your host today, current New Jersey Devils defenseman, Connor Carrick. This is a little bit of a different uh, styled podcast. I do uh, tap into uh, different hobbies and interests of mine, right? We talk a lot of hockey on this podcast where we have teammates um, or ex-teammates of mine on the show. I will dip my toe into the biohacking world with, you know, guests of the likes of, you know, Roland Pankowicz. And today we're going to have Ken Schwartz on, uh, Ken, the scientist behind uh, C60 Purple Power, which if you follow me on Instagram, which I hope you do at, at Connor Carrick or at Curious Competitor, uh, I upload uh, basically how I use their product. It's a product that came across my desk and talking with a nutritionist I, I no longer use uh, this summer. And then, you know, kind of piggybacked and asked Roland again, you know, who I'm currently working with. Uh, about the claims because the claims of uh, C60 and, and what it can do from a health perspective are, are really strong and, and by all accounts, uh, super positive. So today's really the introduction of full disclosure, uh, what I would consider to be sponsored content. I've never done this before, uh, but C60 and I have had you know a really natural sort of uh, relationship start uh, from a professional sense. I, I use their product daily, if not multiple times a day. Uh, and then eventually, I think that they recognized a fit uh, with me being an athlete and, and having the platform of this podcast, for example, of uh, being able to bring this uh, to people. We talk a little bit in the intro or the first little bit of this podcast about how uh, where C60 is in reference to other supplements uh, in the world and, and just sort of how uh, C60's position right now from a marketing standpoint, comparison, say, for example, to CBD which, you know, for a long time was, you know, kind of seemed like the Wild West and, and now it's uh, extremely mainstream. You, know, you can get it at, you know, frankly, most uh, convenience stores and things like that. So Ken and I will go, you know, try to cover the entire zero to one today on our podcast together about everything from what C60 is, uh, how to leverage it uh, from a health perspective, uh, why, given how expensive uh, the product is when you see the sticker shock online. I know, you know, when I first looked up the product, it, it looked certainly stiff, uh, but you really, really a, l- a little bit goes a long way. And he talks about some of the science behind that um, today. I don't know, taking a little bit of a, of a creative risk, but I hope uh, you're, you're willing to stick with me. I hope I've gained enough trust thus far. And, and truthfully, this is a product that I, I know and love and, and just want to introduce to uh, my general listeners. So thank you for joining us today. And let's head into it with uh, Ken Schwartz. I needed to know more. Yeah, I'd I'd heard of uh, vitamins, minerals. I use, you know, proteins, uh, creatine daily, things like that. All the, um, you know, things that I had had recommended to me by different functional medicine therapists I've used, uh, different nutritionists. Uh, but the C60 Purple Power was something new. And Ken, if you can help our guests or our, our, uh, our audience rather, learn a little bit about like, what is C60 and why even I, you know, someone who's, you know, trying to be on the cutting edge of performance. C60 is, uh, I thought I'd get the little prop here for those that are watching. <laughs> there you go. C60 is a little molecule of uh, 60 carbon atoms shaped exactly like a soccer ball. And, uh, and, it's, uh, and it was discovered, basically it was discovered in 1985 by three scientists, Harry Crota, Richard Smalley, and Robert Curl. 
and it is a long story. It solved a longstanding uh, mystery in in uh, astronomy that there's just you know vast numbers of C60 molecules are floating around in outer space. And then they uh, then they got in 1996 they got a Nobel Prize for their discovery of C60. And it was a new molecule, right? They, so they wanted to test it, but it was really hard to make. It's it's even today high purity C60 is more expensive than gold. And so they finally, in the beginning of the 2000s, they f figured out ways to manufacture it that it wasn't so expensive. They actually had some to test with, and they did did test animals, and it effectively doubled their lifespan over controls. And. You know, we were just joking uh, off the air before the show about, you know, an active lifestyle that you live. Like, I know just how documented uh, calorie restriction is, for example, for expanding lifespan. And like one of the things that I first thought was, well, I don't want to just not eat and do nothing for the rest of my life. Right. Like I'm more interested in products, say, for example, uh, like lifting weights, which we know, you know, can enhance robustness and, and your ability to live longer. Um, you know, C60 is another one. But how do we get from who was the brave soul that first decided to start consuming it, right? Like, like the first guy, I, I always tip my cap, like who was the first man or woman that consumed an oyster? Or like, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's, that's a wild uh, leg to go out on. Uh, so how do we identify something that's in outer space and eventually find a way to manufacture it in a lab here on earth and then make the logical leap to consume it? Well, they, well, I think it was the guys that, uh, I think Harry Musso, I'm probably butchering his name. He's a doctor. He was the doctor in the original rat study where they doubled lifespan. He takes it. So I think when they actually, when they did their test and that doubled that rat's lifespan, they decided, oh, we're going to take that for ourselves. And, uh, and, and they have been. And it did other things too. They had another, in the same test, they gave like the set of rats carbon tetrachloride, which is an extremely nasty chemical. And uh, over, and then they had some control rats. Like all the control rats died, were totally, you know, ripped out inside from uh, the damage that carbon tetrachloride causes. And the C60 rats had absolutely no damage. So that's the, that's I think the reason why those scientists. I think those were the first scientists that started taking C60. So how does C60 work um, from a biochemistry standpoint in the body once you consume it? Uh, how much do we need to consume? I know that in some of the YouTube videos I've watched, you want to consistently consume C60 just from a nutritional standpoint, like, like how do you leverage uh, how C60 works in the body and, and why does it work the way it does? Well, C60 is an antioxidant. It's probably one of the most powerful antioxidants uh, known. And what it does, it, it you know, basically fights infl inflammation, which is you know the number one cause of disease these days, like 50% of diseases are inflammation based. And uh, it supports immunity. There's a couple ways it does that. And then it also increases energy and mental clarity. And that's usually what people first notice when they take C60. And I want to say something. C60 doesn't cure anything. What C60 does, it lifts the oxidative burden your cells are under, and then your cells can operate at a maximum efficiency. I can get more in the specific biochemistry of how that happens later. Well, and I, I guess I relate to that as an athlete, right? Because I have a relationship with, I almost call it... Um, like your training legs, you're training in the, in the off season, say for example, in the summer. And I've actually called my strength coach the one time I was kind of on like a satellite program where uh, he had written my training program and I was doing it on my own. And I called him and I said, Kevin Ziegler was the guy's name at the time. And I said, Ziegs, like, I feel awful on the ice. Like, I mean, awful. What is going on? Like, uh, and he basically just went on. He's like, listen, we are stressing your nervous system so greatly 
in the weight room that there's just not a lot of juice left to squeeze when you come on the ice. And my understanding is the body sort of works that way. When we have so many fires we have to put out in the body, you know, with the immune system, there's such a stress there. There's less of an ability to react to further stress. Do I have that right? Yes, that, that is correct. Yeah. The body can only, if it does one thing, it, it only has so much energy and, uh, and I guess adaptation. And if you're doing a whole lot of one thing, then you can't do as much of the other. So in terms of athletes, how often do you recommend a lot of your athletes take? Cause I know you do anecdotally, we we're talking about it before the air, uh, before the show started. Um, you know, I know I'm one of them. I've, I've given some uh, to a couple of my devil's teammates that have all liked it. Uh, I'm not sure they're on as aggressive as a dose as I am. At one point I, my nutritionist was looking for like I don't know, three tablespoons a day, which I know from, you know, the videos that you put out is quite a bit. Um, you know, how do you normally start people off? Well, usually there, it, it's, there's two things. If you're, uh, when you're young and healthy like yourself, and then uh, as when you have a few gray hairs, that's uh, you basically double up. It's, uh, it's C60 is effective about 0.1 milligrams per kilogram. So, which is a pretty a small amount if you think about it. So, but, but for an average person of average weight, uh, when they're young, about a, a teaspoon a day is probably okay for you. Now, the athletes use a lot more. A lot of the athletes and others, they use about a tablespoon a day. Some, some go a little bit more. Yeah, with three tablespoons, that's, that's three pretty tablespoons intense. Three tablespoons quite a bit. My diet in, in general, the first half of the day was pretty high fat, so I had no issue just because the C60 is dissolved in the, in the uh, avocado. The olive oil is actually probably my personal favorite. The MCT I find is the easiest to use just because you can throw it in smoothies and, and things like I Actually, I meant to ask that. Is there, I remember um, first time I ever thought of this, I think it was Dave Asprey uh, from, I uh, was talking about how you don't want to overblend your beef gelatin or your collagen because you can denature uh, the proteins and things like that. I never really thought of it. Is that something that you have to worry about with C60? Anything, uh, any issues with heating it, blending it? Well, obviously, uh, no, the C60 molecule is incredibly stable, but it has no solubility in water. So it has to be dissolved in an oil. So if you're not damaging the oil or superheating the oil, it shouldn't be a problem. Usually with athletes, they tend to favor the MCT coconut oil mm -hmm. because the medium chain triglycerides can be turned to ketones by your liver and you get an instant energy boost. So we have certain motorcycle riders, they do the thing where they take a, they take, you know, a little shot of C60 along with the water as, uh, as they're doing the track or cross country. And, uh, when they come to the pit stops and that's what they find good. Cause you get that little burst of energy from the MCT mm -hmm. coconut oil. And then the C60 itself is a super antioxidant. So you're gonna, your, your lactic acid buildup is gonna be a lot slower and uh, you'll just find endurance increases greatly. Interesting. This isn't something too, um, where you'd be concerned about the crowding out of other, for example, intra-workout uh, supplements and things like that, where amino acids can be beneficial. Uh, creatine for the creatine um, can a sort of, of process in that. Is that something that you find they interact negatively at all? No, C60 doesn't interact with any medicines, nutrients, supplements, byproducts. Really all it interacts with is high energy oxidative radicals like super oxygen. That's an oxygen with an extra electron that's produced in plenitude by your, in your mitochondria. Mm -hmm. And it's probably the most destructive antioxidant. It also works with a hydroxyl radical or ion and uh, peroxynitrite. And so those are the, the big three, they really, and what C60 doesn't do, it doesn't interfere with uh, the other re reactive oxidative species the body uses for signaling molecules, 
like the nitrogen oxides, and there's some based on iron, sulfur, and zinc. It doesn't interfere with any of those. And that's like another thing that they did with test animals. They gave 10,000 times what a person would normally be taking of C60. That was like one gram per kilogram of weight. And uh, it had no negative effects whatsoever on the rats and the other mice test animals. Whereas if you did that with like vitamin E, it would probably be fatal. So, mm -hmm. so it's, it has no toxicity really at any level. And it only, since it only deals with those uh, high energy oxidative radicals, like if you take a lot of some antioxidants, if you take too much, you actually get a negative effect because you have to have a certain amount of reactive oxidative species and antioxidants. There's a balance there. But C60 doesn't interfere with that because it only touches the high energy oxidative radicals and none, it doesn't interfere with any of the signaling molecules. So you, that you'll never have that problem of taking too much or, or messing with other biochemistry in your body. Yeah, you might not feel so hot if you're if you're taking too much oil. That'll yeah, that is, <laughs> that'll, yeah. that'll wreak havoc on your digest. Yeah. I was listening to an Aubrey Marcus podcast about that, and he was just talking about how you know dosage and timing and perspective with anything matters. Mm -hmm. And he's like, it, MCT was actually the the product he was discussing. He's like, you know, you want to talk about a product that's dangerous in large doses? Go ahead and take some MCT and you know and and, and see how you feel in the next ten to fifteen minutes. And I I was laughing pretty uh, yeah. personally. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, and your body. That. Yeah, your body adjust, adjusts, though, to those oils over time. So when you first take it, you know, you may have a digestive issue. You have to go to the bathroom. But uh, over, you know, over a couple of weeks or months, your body learns to identify that and, you know, secrete the bile it needs and breaks it up. Now, in terms of age, male or female, does C60 interact with the body particularly different? Say, for example, someone like me. Now, we talked about the oxidative stress uh, burden, and, and I do know that that is different. But in terms of male, female and age... Um, how does C60 sort of react with those different groups of people? Well, it's really good for the people that have a few gray hairs. That's where it works the grass. Now, if you're also an extreme athlete, athlete, Matt, Matt Ford, Matt Ford, if you're listening out there, I'll, uh, I'll get you some Old, yeah, older like, player. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's where it works the best. Cause you know what, what happens, of course, when you're working out your mitochondria can turn out a hundred times the oxidative radicals that they would when you're resting. And that's where C60 would really come in as a, a younger athlete. When you get older, though, just there's a lot of uh, uh, oxidative or, or antioxidants, the bigger cells produced. The C60 really works at the cellular level, especially in the mitochondria. So like super oxide dismutase, which is the one that takes care of the super oxygen, and then catalase, which gets rid of hydrogen peroxide, and then glutathione, which kind of takes care of the hydroxyl radical. CoQ10 does a little of that, too. As you get older, the cells produce less of that. So, for instance, your mitochondria don't get enough superoxygen or SOD and catalase, so they actually have to turn down their energy production. And of course, that's why you don't have as much energy as you get older. And so, when you take C60, it'll completely re replace those missing antioxidants, and your mitochondria can turn back on. And so, like an older person with some gray hair, they'll really notice the increased energy and mental clarity they'll get from C60. Well, even as a newborn dad, like I've had, to, oh. I, I I don't like to use anything as a crutch. I don't love the term biohack because I, I don't like the idea that anything is like super easy and accessible, right? Like I, I like a big picture approach. I like perspective. Uh, I take my supplements, sure, but I'm still eating, you know, plenty of, you know, fruits, vegetables, properly raised meats. I, I still see the value in, in um, you know, getting outside and things like that. But I've noticed a massive difference. I use it, uh, a lot of times I'll do like a morning shake 
um, with a bunch of microgreens. I have like a bone broth designs for sport makes it. It's like a bone broth uh, protein that actually tastes fantastic. Um, sometimes I'll throw some fruit in there, like some frozen blueberries in that and a tablespoon of the MCTs with uh, the MCT C60. But I've noticed that even in my morning skates, because I, I do my aura ring scores, and ever since I had the baby, I stopped checking them before the skate because I, <laughs> I don't need that, you know. I, I know how I slept. I know I was up at 2, 4, 6, and 8. Yeah, so it, it, could, it would definitely help with that because that's in, you know, of course, you got to be your I mean, sleep is so necessary for cleaning all the, the kind of the junk out of your brain. And uh, if it doesn't clean out as much, you probably got some oxidative radicals. So C60 can help with uh, neutralizing that because it's, it's, like it's like an oxidative sponge. And it's, that's another thing that's weird, strange about C60. You know, most, this is pretty, a little chemistry, if you remember in, uh, back in the day when you were in school, you know, most objects, C60 likes to have a slight positive charge, but most objects that uh, chemical uh, molecules will get a positive charge in solution when they give up an electron to the environment, and that makes them positively charged. What's really weird about C60 is it actually takes hydrogen ions and stores them on the inside. I don't know if you can see some of that. I have them in there. And so it can store up to six hydrogen ions on the inside of its shell-like structure or cage-like structure. And that's what happens when an, anti an oxidative radical, which usually has an extra electron on it, is negatively charged. So it attracts to the positively charged C60. And when it does, the C60 will give up one of those hydrogen ions and like it'll neutralize super oxygen back to oxygen or the hydroxyl radical, turn it back to water, and then it resets itself. So C60 can reset itself hundreds or thousands of times a second, and it doesn't need to go through a whole bunch of biochemistry. And that's why they can characterize it as several hundred times more powerful than conventional antioxidants, because it has this ability to reset itself again and again and again. That's really its secret as an antioxidant. Very cool. Very cool. Ken, how did you first learn about C60 personally? Where, like... How do you end up in this field of work? Because I think that's equally as fascinating as a lot of the nutritional information. Yeah, well, I was uh, working on what we call the metal oxygen fusion reactor. Most people have heard of fusion. It's like when two hydrogen ions or two hydrogen uh, isotopes like deuterium or deuterium and tritium fuse together, and then they make helium. It's, it's what runs the sun. Well, there's a whole other type of fusion that very few people know about it, and you can actually fuse oxygen with a metal. And so we were doing our particular one. We were fusing oxygen with a deuterium atom, and which we successfully did it. But it's the yields are about a hundredth that of conventional fusion, but it's a billion times easier literally to do it. So we had a small little reactor. It wasn't very big. Ran off a couple 12-volt batteries, and it was doing more fusion than one of those billion-dollar tokamaks. So you'll probably read about that but uh, in the future. But while we were doing, but before we did the experiment, I was, you know, researching people had done this sort of fusion and it was like the late doctor this and the late doctor that. All these people had died and we didn't really know what we were doing. You know, it's, it's research. And so we just wanted to uh, kind of cover our ass because there might have been some unform, known form of radiation, which uh, actually we did discover what, how the, why those guys died. But uh, uh, and so I went out researching for ways to protect ourselves besides just the shielding mm. around the reactor. And I, I found the stuff C60. And they had done uh, some tests where they gave one set of rats got C60 and the other set of rats didn't get C60. And then they exposed them to a fatal dose of radiation or multiple fatal doses of radiation. And like all the rats that didn't get C60, the control rats, they all died. Whereas the rats that got C60, they pretty much, they all lived. 
And so when I learned about that, I said, hey, that's what we're going to get. So while we were doing the experiment, uh, the crew that I had and myself, we all took the C60 to protect ourselves. And then because it improved my health so much during the experiment, I wasn't very faithful with it. You know, I, I take it on and off. I wasn't like an everyday person. And uh, but it really, you know, I got rid of the afternoon blahs. Yeah. You know, I had a few grades at two to know, four p.m. Yeah. yeah. When you kind of eat those carbs at lunch and then you kind of crash. So I got rid of those. I had a lot more energy. My mind was a little clearer and just overall health. So and then what really surprised me about seven months later, I went in to see my eye doctor and my dry or Drew's macular degeneration had disappeared. And that really surprised my eye doctor because he had never, my optometrist, he was, he was like a 70 year old guy. Uh, and he had never actually seen that happen in, uh, in his practice before. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. Like even, you made a, a joke earlier in the show about, you know, being a, a big, strong, you know, youthful athlete that I am. And it's interesting. I found C60, I just off of self-education, I kind of got down this habit of, uh, I was doing a lot of fasting. I was probably under eating calorically based on my training volume. I was still going through all the, uh, you know, toxin exposure. We eat, you know, in a lot of heated plastic on the road and things like that, uh, in pro hockey, you know, we're on a ton of flights and things like that. And actually I had done some blood work after the season you know, my testosterone was like in the three hundreds. Uh, and, and the guy that I had switched to for functional medicine basically called me. It was like, Hey, are you, um, you know, do you have like a, a, a body image like issue? And I'm like, not necessarily. Why? Why? That's a weird question. Where, where are you coming from? He's like, you're just not eating. Like your body's showing signs of like, you're not eating enough food. I don't feel based on, you know, your blood work. And, you know, I did some other things and a stool sample. And, uh, there's a, uh, what else was in there? I think it was a Nutraval. I forget. Um, but everything, ever since I've started to consume more appropriately for, you know, my level of exercise and I've been taking C60 and I've done some other things. I use uh, red light therapy now. And I think I've had a, a pretty good breakthrough just in terms of how I interact with the professional stresses of, of pro hockey. And like my health has been in, since I, it's probably been six months since I did the last, uh, blood panel has been fantastically improved fantastically. And, and all those things that you talked about, like waking up much more vigor, uh, endurance has been improved, uh, two to 5 PM. We started at two 30, you know, ish for our, our phone call. And this is usually like a dead zone. Like I would just stop scheduling podcasts now. Cause I'm like, I'm going to get on the, I'm going to get on behind the screen and just have uh, you know, total brain fog, no idea what I'm talking about or how I got there. Oh yeah. That's a, a good thing. And of course I want to also say, you know, I'm, I, for instance, I do intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the only thing actually of, I used to do like the three whites and all, all those different fasting, you know, because uh, probably lack of activity as you get older and intermittent fasting is the only thing that I've ever found that really worked for me because I'm, I got back to the weight I was in high school. So I was oh, wow. pretty proud of that. Of course, last yeah, I'll use it, months. I'll use it in, in um, the summers and things like that, where it's less performance based and I, and yeah. you know, uh, the ends kind of justify the means. Um, yeah. But in season, I, I think I was. I don't know. I was trying to reinvent the wheel and, and I think I was underestimating uh, just the caloric output day in, day out. So one of the, one of the antioxidants I think that we can use as a point of reference for a lot of people is vitamin C, right? This is something that uh, for whatever reason, you know, uh, my mom would give me when I was, you know, 10 years old and going on a flight, she'd give me the airborne and say, here, take a bunch of, of vitamin C. Um, how is C60 compared to 
something like that in the body in terms of what it does? Well, as an antioxidant, they estimate C60 is like uh, 172 times more powerful than vitamin C. But but I don't want to say that, that doesn't mean you need to stop taking your vitamin C. C60 doesn't replace any of your vitamins, nutrients, supplements, because vitamin C is like a critical input to things like the mm-hmm. Krebs cycle, mm-hmm. right? And, and, a whole, and it's used as a building block in whole kinds of other things like vitamin D is too. And so you still have to have all of those nutrients. But what C60 does, it, it gets, it's in that antioxidant, especially for the gray hair crowd. So, you know, it lifts the oxidative burden your cells are under. Your mitochondria return to full function. And another thing that mitochondria do besides make ATP, the energy molecule of the cell, they also make pregnenolone, which is the precursor molecule for all the hormones. So you mentioned you were down to like 300. Well, we had a, a guy, he was uh, 70 years old, and he was, he was about 350. And, uh-huh. of course, he was, he was doing what he could to be healthy. But that was way too low. So his uh, his doctor was giving him uh, some, gave him some creams and stuff, so he could take himself up to uh, seven hundred, and that's where he was hanging out. He started taking C sixty, and uh, he went in and tested. He was up to twelve hundred. Oh wow! Because because well, as you get older, especially yeah, as you get older, your mitochondria slow down, so your pregnenolone uh, builds uh, the the pregnenolone production goes down, so your hormones go down. And and one of the other things is that. LDL cholesterol, the bad cholesterol, mm-hmm. that's converted in the mitochondria to pregnenolone, which is then gets converted to all the hormones. And that's one of the reasons people have LDL buildup when you get older is because it's not being turned to pregnenolone and a few other chemicals in your body efficiently. And so that's another thing people do is they drop, they have a big drop in LDL because now it's being turned into pregnenolone. And of course, once you get your precursor hormones, but it works for all the hormones. So like your pituitary gland, it's going to start producing uh, melatonin. And then your pituitary hypothalamus, you're going to start getting your human growth hormone. And there's like a dozen other really super master hormones that come out of the pituitary hypothalamus uh, complex. And then your, your uh, thyroid and also, of course, your adrenals. So all of those, everything, you know, which make your androgens, which then gets turned into testosterone, progesterone, or estrogen, depending on your sex. And, uh, and then you've got the mineral corticoids which balance the blood pressure and the glutocorticoids down there in the adrenals, which also balance, uh, the, of course, glucose processing. That's one thing I do need to ma- mention here as a warning. If you're taking blood thinners and you take C60, you need to consult with your doctor first because we found that people that, have, uh, that take C60, the problems with their blood being too thick go away really rapidly because the mineral corticoids produced by the adrenals go back up. And so you could, if you're taking a drug, thinning medicine, then your blood could get too thin. So you do definitely need to uh, consult with your doctor if you're taking C60 and you have um, blood thinners so that you get more testing done and uh, adjust appropriately. Very interesting. I was asking, um, I had Roland Pankwich on the show, who I met, we're both on the board for this Designs uh, for Sport um, company that you know we, we are both a part of. And I was asking him, I go, why do all of these like health issues arise with age? Like, what is it? What changes? And he's like, well, you know, evolution really only cares about your reproductive cycle. And he goes, and once you're kind of through there, you know, uh, you know, frankly, Darwin doesn't have a whole lot of need for, for you to stick around. And that to me was like extremely daunting that, that fact compounded with, and this is why, I don't know, this entire podcast, my passion for health and wellness and eventually longevity. It's more performance focused uh, as of today was, you know, I had uh, some role models in hockey, for example, that had, you know, had NHL careers and were really banged up 
after it was all said and done, you know, uh, weight issues, uh, concussion issues. I'm listening to Roland talk about how difficult it is to get older. I'm looking at older players that by definition, like they eat pretty good. They do something they love. Um, you know, they're, they're definitely physically active. Hockey players work, work, you know, work out a lot, but they look, you know, 40 year old players look like they're, you know, 45, 50, you know, they don't look like the 40 year old CrossFit guys, right. That aren't, that are, you know, mm-hmm. jacked out of their mind and, and still look so youthful. And, uh, compounded with, I was dealing with a concussion doctor in, in Chicago. I was doing like a baseline panel that I do before every season. And he's explaining to me the way the brain works. I, I don't know. I found this fascinating. We're, we're going to freelance a little bit, but he's like, basically you have all these functions of the brain and, they, and it's super complex, right? And we're still trying to figure out what each and every part does exactly. He goes, but what we do know is when one part is injured or not functioning properly, other parts of the brain will lend help. And he's like, so for example, like the part of your brain that's responsible for uh, open-mindedness, like creating new neural pathways. He's like, if that part of the brain is burdened with just keeping one foot in front of the other, right? We all have had, you know, that grandparent or, or you know, yeah. who's, you know, struggles with the cane and, you know, doesn't walk properly. He's like, that open-mindedness channel's offline, not available. And so, I don't know. I think it's um, a fascinating realm. I, I think, uh, you know, people are sick and tired of being sick and tired. I know I have, you know, a lot of your friends are, you know, probably around your age. A lot of my friends are around my age and, you know, I, I hear the same thing. I got a lot of college friends, you know, sick and tired of just crushing Red Bulls before exams and, and, you know, drinking problems and that kind of thing. And I don't know, I think, um, products like C60, we saw the explosion with CBD, you know, I think that that was, uh, something that at first people were, you know, really didn't understand what it was. And then, you know, marketing ran its course and then people are more knowledgeable consumers now. Do you expect C60 to have a sort of trajectory similar to CBD? Oh, I, yes. I think it'll be very similar. I think in 20 years from now, everyone will be taking uh, C60. It'll be ubiquitous in the health industry and just for people's for general health. And, uh, and C60 is really great. For instance, the retinas in your, my eye that healed up from, that's actually part of the extension of the brain. And we've had incredible comebacks. People had strokes, totally crippled up. They're walking, they're playing golf again. You know, they got their life back. That's one of the best things that C60 does is, is uh, in brain health. And so you people just, it, it's just amazing how it gets in there because it goes past the blood brain barrier. It gets in there. Now you're a neurotrans, first it protects against the oxidative radicals, which are, you know, causing problems in the brain. And, and then once those oxidative radicals go down, then the brain can heal itself. And uh, also it protects, it really helps it. C60 has a, is fat lithic. It likes to hang out with cell membranes. So you're gonna get it hanging out in the endoplasm reticulum. That's where the proteins are manufactured in the ribosomes. And it also, it's up, actively uptaken by the mitochondria. So it, it makes the mitochondria work better. And also it hangs out uh, in the nuclear areas where the nuclear DNA is stored. So it protects from oxidative radicals on those things. So anywhere in, in anywhere that there's, you know, good problem. So we just have people have amazing uh, uh, brain recoveries. That's probably the thing, because I'm, you know, I've got a few years on me. When, it, when you're in your 20s, you can just do amazing things. And uh, as you get older, everything kind of slows down, especially your mind. And I've noticed that I could do some of the science I used to do. I take like little tiny doses of C60 every like half an hour or 15 minutes. And I was able to do like math and other science problems I hadn't been able to do for, uh, you know, decades. So it was really welcome in that sense. Wow. That is fascinating. 
wonder if I could crack open my own calculus book and see if I could. It's been probably 10 years since I've done a math problem, legitimately. This podcast is, is about as creative as uh, my scope of work is right now. I'm usually focused on, you know, one, two, two, four tracks and, and how to break out and things like that. So this is fun. This is fun. When we talk about inflammation in the body, this was a question that, you know, I'd asked over and over until I was actually happy with the answer. Like, what actually is inflammation in the body? Because we know, you know, how damaging it is for, you know, so many uh, different diseases that are, that are caused, but what exactly is inflammation? What is chronic inflammation? What is its role in the body? And, you know, I think you've answered this a couple of times, just exactly how C60 helps with that, but just as sort of a, a background blanket for people. Well, inflammation is basically just your body rusting. It's caused by oxidative radicals. Well, they're oxidation. You're basically rusting, you know, it's cross-linking proteins. So they don't work. It's a damaging cell membrane, so things leak in and out. Uh, it's tearing up your RNA or DNA. That's really bad. And it's just you're basically you're just your body is rusting. And now that's you know that's why you get the inflammation in your knee. And uh, it, it, you know you're rusting. <laughs> and so C60 can help prevent that. But there's two types of inflammation. There's like acute inflammation. That's like a, you know you twist your ankle, right? Swells up. You know you get more blood flow in there. And that's a that's a good and natural thing. It needs to do that. You know the body needs to to, uh, you know, immobilize that joint. And then it needs to get more blood and plasma and, and all the healing to get rid of infection or to, to cause that to come back. So that's a natural thing. But then you've got chronic uh, inflammation. And that's something that tends to happen as people get older. And uh, that's, it tends to be more there. And so yeah, like you get arthritis or other things. And, uh, and that's, that's much harder to do, to deal with, because basically our allopathic medicine system doesn't deal with that. Chinese medicine has some excellence for that because it's kind of focused on that for a while. But there really isn't a lot of things people can do. And because uh, if you get, you know, you have the oxidative radicals, then they cause various damage to the bodies, the cells. The cells will send out, uh, especially the macrophages, will send out cytokines to, uh, that bring in more cells, which then release more cytokines. There's a whole, there's a dozen different types. And then, and then you've got yourself a runaway inflammation. And then the inflammation itself, especially if it's chronic, is going to cause more damage than the cause of it happening. And so that's really important to get down. C60 does amazing stuff. Like they did in, rat, in rabbit studies, they had rabbits with damaged joints. They gave them C60. Not only did it take the inflammation way down in the joints, but it also actually stimulated the stem cells that, uh, that grow cartilage. And so they replaced that. And that's another thing C60 does. It stimulates stem cells. Uh, talk a little about senescence. You have senescent cells or really damaged cells in your body, and they're basically zombie cells. They're not functioning on the ATP thing. They're going into fermentation. So they're basically pulling resources from the body, and they're not contributing anything. And uh, part of that, when C60 gets in there, in those senescent cells, it reactivates the mitochondria, which have been downregulated by the main cell. And, the, and so the ATP production goes up, but also that mitochondria will send signals to the nuclear DNA. And if they don't get the, the messages back that they like, they'll in, initiate apoptosis, which is programmed cell death. And, and then when that happens, then the body says, oh, we don't have enough cells for this tissue. They send out messengers uh, to stimulate stem cell production. So we had like a guy, he's in this, you know, we have a Russian billionaire. He was like uh, 86. And uh, he used to go in like five or six uh, blood draws to get enough stem cells to do a stem cell treatment. Now he just goes in and gets one, one stem cell one blood draw will get more than enough stem cells to do the job. So, and, uh, and that's like, for instance, our Sierra, 
if you go to our C60 Purple Power show on YouTube, you'll see Sierra. She's my co-host. She hasn't had a, uh, her thyroid had zero functioning since she's in her 20s. And she's been on C60 about two years now. And now her thyroid is two-thirds functioning. They've taken her off like two-thirds of the medication. And we think that's probably due to, you know, the old senescent non-functioning cells in her thyroid. Well, they basically, apoptosis took them off. They were replaced by stem cells who are fully functioning. And now she's two-thirds back on her uh on her on her production of thyroid hormones and maybe she'll get off completely isn't uh, intermittent fasting another way to go after those senescent cells isn't that the premise of it, it uh, that makes sense yes absolutely yeah it's the apoptosis you you get rid of you know the nutrients for that 18 hour period or 20 hour period that you're fasting and then you know the cell has to go through start cleaning house but if it's an apoptotic cell it basically all of those run on fermentation and they use 20 times as Fermentation process, there's the oxygen process or the Krebs cycle uses the ATP. That's 20 times more efficient than the fermentation. So, and senescent cells generally, and cancer cells too, they generally run on the fermentation process. So when you deprive them of food for like that extended period of time, they have to start scrambling around in the cell to find uh, other resources. But if they're running on fermentation, there's just not enough. And then they just die. Fascinating. Yeah, well, and I, what I think is cool about that is coming back to an athlete's, uh, you know, sort of way that we can use these different, because they're all tools in the toolbox, right? Um, you know, grounding, sauna use, cold exposure, C60. Um, I, for example, had had some good rese- uh, results with intermittent fasting. Again, I think I was overdoing it in season, but but in the off season, I was doing a nice job. To an extent, you do get good at it where you kind of go past that hunger phase and you you experience, I used to call it like Spider-Man brain where you just feel extremely yeah. clear and all that. But it kind of sucks. You got to go that, for a young buck like me, like I like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, some people eat to live. I live to eat uh, to an extent. And, uh, you know, if I was kind of given, an, an, a, you know, two different pills, like this one you can, you can take C60 or this one you can go the next 18 hours without eating. I'm like, all right, give me that yeah. stuff. I'll, I'll take the C60. Yeah, it, it helps. But the thing is, it, you know, people really need to take control of their own health. This is the message we have on our show. It's like nobody else is going to take care of your health than you. You're the only one. And, you know, you have to eat right. You know, get rid of all those seed oils, those processed foods. You know, you need to be drinking clean water. You need to get the exercise you want. You need to supplement with minerals and nutrients. You know, especially it's a lot of good time to get blood work, too, to see if there's problems there that you can focus on. And uh, just and and sleep. I mean, although you're got a little less of that these days, and, uh, and yeah, so all of those things, you know, it's it's C60 can help on doing that. But if you're not willing to take control of your health and really work at it, then I don't think anything that you take is really going to do a lot for you. You you just have to have you have to have like that goal and that purpose because uh, if you want to maximize the best you could be. Well, we both live in the West, right? And you know, I think that's something that I very much I love my. Um, mom and dad, and this is no critique of them. We, we did the best growing up, but I always think athletics that I was able to get introduced to, you know, really smart health and wellness experts. Uh, and it really became my job, obviously, like m- my craft, my ability to have energy every day. You know, I think it was uh, on the Tim Ferriss podcast, uh, Dr. Jim Lohr was talking about, he goes, energy ignites talent. And I've, I've stolen that phrase since I'm like, you know what? I love that. And then there was this other I remember Duncan Keith, who is a, you know, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's won multiple Stanley Cups for the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, He was one of the famous sort of 
first NHL health nuts because the, the league used to be run on just like hard work and beers after the games. Really. When you talk to players from the eighties and nineties, they're like, yeah, we would just fight, play as hard as we could, uh, and have like six to 10 beers after the game. This, that was our culture. And then I read this article when I was a young, I don't even know if I was a pro yet. It's probably 10 years ago. And Duncan Keith was talking about how he really was getting into his diet. And he's like, you know, I was sick and tired of post practice. I just felt like I had to nap all the time. You know, sort of that, those afternoon blues you were talking about. And he goes, and then, you know, I, I started to learn about, you know, proper nutrition, uh, how to sleep better, you know, some sleep hygiene. That was something I was a horrible sleeper, uh, my entire life until I really started to develop a routine, uh, a way to, you know, continuously, uh, you know, downregulate after games. These are things that people aren't taught culturally, right. In, In Western culture, like I grew up on I would butter my pop tarts as a kid, like at midnight and, and, and go to sleep. That was, that was what I did. You know, I had Stouffer's Mac and cheese, you know, three or four times a a week. And, uh, I don't know. I consider myself one of the lucky ones. I don't know what, uh, my life or my physique would look like if I had, you know, fizzled out in high school and, and, you know, not been able to ascend to, you know, the pro ranks. Yeah. That's, and that's a really recent, I mean, in the sixties, that was the way it was everywhere in the country. It's only, you know, kind of started on the coast, mostly the West Coast, and kind of that whole health, nutrition, alternative way mm-hmm. of looking at things worked its way back. But uh, and especially, well, like high athletics, we had a couple of uh, college football players. And this is actually kind of how we learned some of it is uh, they were, uh, it was spring training. And so the one, the, his dad was using the C60, so it gave it to his kid. And his kid had enough that was sharing it with his roommate. And so they, you know, they work on spring training. And at the end of the day, you're just totally exhausted, right? Other people want to do is go back to the dorm and just or the hotel and just sleep, right, till the next day because they just work them out. Well, these guys were hitting the C60, and in about 45 minutes, they'd be back up ready to go out on the town when everybody else would be lying around. And that's one of the great things about C60. You get that recovery, that super rapid recovery. And you also don't get the DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, yeah. which you because the, the C60 gets rid of the and that's DOMS is basically when you're exercising, you, your mitochondria can be which already makes 65% of the oxidative radicals, they can make up to 100 times as much, right? And those things just kind of flood into the cell. They overwhelm, you know, the body's natural antioxidants. And so, you know, cross-links proteins, damages the membranes, can wreck with the RNA and the protein, which just, you know, causes havoc everywhere. Well, you got C60 in there. And uh, so your, uh, your body, then the C60 can neutralize the hydroxyls, the superoxides and the peroxynitrates and or nitrites and uh and then you don't have that so much damage so you get the recovery times are are hugely reduced and that's what a lot of athletes do it especially a lot of the the you know the amateur athletes because instead of having you know like four three or four hour recovery period you know your recovery periods maybe down to an hour and then you can go out and get like another two hours out of your life during the day oh that's fascinating i want to talk about the concept that health costs a lot and C60 fits into that profile, right? When I first really started to shift from uh, big agriculture food, you know, uh, fast food, easy food, convenient food in my life, you do notice there's there's a there's a, an upgrade in price point, you know, from conventional beef to organic, you know, grass fed. Which you know, I've had people on the show that you know come on and talk about the difference and benefit. There's uh, a, a cost bump from you know conventional produce to organic. C60 does have I know it's come a long way from what you initially mentioned, you know, the, the first people that had, had found it and were producing it. Um, but why does C60 cost so much? And 
how can people sort of get around that sticker shock in general? You can, you can tackle the big health question, but, but in regards to C60, obviously, as well. Well, they actually make C60 in the lab pretty much like they make it in giants, like it's made in giant red stars. Just uh, as you know, just for a little short, you know, our, our sun's burning hydrogen and helium. And eventually when it runs out of hydrogen, it starts burning it. It'll take helium and burn it into carbon. And so it's a really rich and it puffs up to a giant red star. And so a giant red star has a lot of carbon. And when its atmosphere, because it's so puffed up, its atmosphere kind of evaporates into space. And as that happens, that's where the carbon 60 is created. So what you do in the lab is they usually have two big carbon rods with, uh, and they run a huge electrical current through them, which turns them into a vapor, but it's in like a 10th of an atmosphere of helium. So it's kind of like recreating the outer atmosphere envelope of a giant red star. And if you do it right, you can get about, turn about 10% of the carbon to C60. But then there's some other things like C70, which you don't want and in the mix. And the real expense is when you, uh, when you have to separate it. And there's two ways people separate it. One, they use methyl benzene, which is toluene, which is kind of a nasty uh, uh, toxin. It's it's a solvent. And then they they dissolve the C60 in that and the C70, and then they run it through diffusion columns, which basically just they just separate it out. And and then eventually they'll get like a column that's all C60 and the C70 is another column, and they flush it out. And then you have to bake off the solvent, and that that takes a whole bunch of stuff. And that's and we don't use that type of C60. There's another type of way you can do it is you take those production ashes and we put it in a sublimator. And if people remember from their chemistry class at high school, sublimation is when a solid turns into a gas and then it condenses back into a solid. So they basically put the production ashes in the sublimator, heat it up to about 400 degrees Celsius, and then the C60 turns into a gas, floats to the other side of the sublimator where it condenses on some condensation plates. And then you can get like 99.99% uh, pure C60 is what, what, what we use, but it's a really expensive process. They're batched, they're kind of small batch processes. Mm -hmm. You know, in the future, I'm sure they'll, they'll develop much bigger processes and the, the cost of, uh, of C60 will go down. But right now, high purity C60 is more valuable by weight than gold. So, and that's, and, and when you talk about your health, I mean, if you think you, it's, it's also, you can, it is expensive, but you also need to think about, it. it's kind of like investing. Yeah. If you invest in your health right now, then you aren't going to have those really big expensive costs in the future. And it's not just, you know, and, and staying healthy isn't just in the money that you're going to pay for, uh, for the higher quality stuff. It's also the time you need to put in, the time you need to do to put in for exercise and the time maybe you need to, to make healthy meals rather than, you know, getting some fast food. Yeah, absolutely. Or, and so, so there's, it's not just, money it's also time that you need but but it's it's a choice people make you know you can be healthy now and uh, and into the future or you can you know just eat junk now and then you're going to have terrible health effects and but but c60 can help with that like in those they in the original study that double the lifespan of rats they use wister rats and these are kind of like wussy rats you know they're not like the street rats you breathe on them and they almost keel over and uh the reason it doubled their lifespan is it completely uh, prevented the occurrence of cancers and cognitive decline, which these Wister rats are sort of naturally weak to. And so they didn't have any of that. And that's why they basically doubled their lifespan. They just live long, healthy rat lives till they hit that genetic expiration date. And then they passed away. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's, uh, it's, it's a long way to go for the average listener to understand that health really does 
begin and end on such a cellular level, but like, you know, I'm my, my newborn's eight weeks now. And you think back to like, they start, you know, and they just build their life cell by cell. And then eventually you get this, you know, six pound, 14 ounce baby that's born. Uh, and and it's, it really is fascinating. And I don't know, it, um, there, there's less radical things that we take for granted. Like I've even, uh, you know, started to use, you know, I was talking before the show, I used uh, red light therapy, you know, for, for energy and things like that. Uh, you know, first was introduced to some of those, um, you know, therapies and thought they were, you know, kind of wild. And then, I don't know, you wrap your head around, you're like, okay, if I spend a day in the sun, how do I feel? Yep. Oh, you feel I great. Do, yep. I do the same thing. I have like a, one of those dry infrared saunas. Mm-hmm. I've got red lights. I've got uh, a pulse harmonic. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's like a. I've, I've heard pulse. of it. Never used one. Yeah. Oh, it does does fantastic things. Like if you jack up your knee or something, and you put like the pulse harmonic. Uh, there's a, another name for that. It's like a pulse of uh, DC mm-hmm. pulse of electricity. It does amazing things to reduce pain and increase healing. And I mean, all of these things. There's just so many. I have a beamer. That's that. Uh, there's a. It's, you basically lie on this mat. It has a specific frequency of electromagnetic energy it puts out and it actually opens up your capillaries so that you get wow. flow. <laughs> There's just all Very these cool. different things you can do. And, and that's what you need to do. I mean, C60 is just one of those things that you can do, but you, you need everything. What you is, what are tre- some just from, cause I know it's, it's cool, right? Because the, these, this is circular in nature. You know, you found C60 through, you know, kind of leaving uh, an old profession where you were kind of worried about some mm-hmm. of the, um, you know, health dangers. What other, um, you know, sort of health dangers have you found uh, C60 to, you know, be beneficial for? And what I'm really getting at is, you know, what are some of the things uh, that you avoid? So, for example, like I didn't really know, um, you know, much about, you know, some of the radiation when you're flying and things like that. Some oh, yeah. of the issues of, you know, if you're not grounded, you know, for months on end, uh, all these kind of things. I'm, I'm curious what you've learned in, in that quest. Cause I'm sure you didn't stop at, <laughs> at the oh, yeah. one. Yeah. That's like earthing. That's another yeah. thing you need. You need to get your feet on the grass outside so that, cause you know, we're all wearing tennis shoes or, or basically rubber based soles and we're not grounding. So we get a positive charge because as you know, the earth is negatively charged and then the atmosphere is positively charged. Uh, as it goes up. So if you're grounded and negatively charged, you, like a lot of electromagnetic radiations don't even see you once mm-hmm. you're negatively charged. And that's that's really important. We don't get that. And uh, like the airplane, they found out, actually, if you look at the airplane radiation people are getting, they found out it's actually twice that. Because what they never, that's only ionizing radiation, like with gamma rays and stuff and high energy protons. But they also found that neutrons, neutrons are neutral, right? There's no way to test them. Mm-hmm. Well, it's very difficult to test them. And they actually, they, and they figured they'd always thought that all the neutrons were absorbed up in the atmosphere before they got down to your plane at 30,000 feet. Well, finally, some people flew some neutron detectors in passenger planes at the altitudes. There was a huge neutron flux. They're like little billiard balls. They kind of bounce their way down into the atmosphere. And so that was another, another uh, uh, you know, thing. And, and then if you think about also there's just the, the, all the toxins in our environment. I mean, you've got the glyphosate, which is yeah. why you're trying to eat organic. You've got, uh, and uh, there'd be something, you know, there'll be another thing uh, coming out. I can't talk about that. There'll be some, there's some other health yeah. things going on. And, and there's just so many toxic chemicals. And I mean, you can do the best you can. And you can try to, you know, eat organic, do all this and that. But there's always just something out there, right? Doesn't somebody praise pesticide on the lawn next door, right? You know, whatever it is. And that's, that's where C60 can come in. It can, you know, 
that little extra oxidative burden that you're getting, it can take care of that. Yeah, you're but, just trying uh, to make like your body's barrel of stress, its ability to yeah. tolerate um, outside stressors as big as possible so that you yeah. know the spillover doesn't happen as early. But the number one thing I think that, uh, that I've seen from the various things is seed oils. That's one of the worst things because our bodies are not designed to seed oils. And I'm talking canola oil, cottonseed oil, mm-hmm. sesame seed oil, peanut oil. There's, a, I don't know, there's some other seed oils out there. Yeah, that and, was something I started doing. I don't know, I've always had a good relationship with, uh, as an athlete, you know, I was always raised like, you're going to have to do uncommon things if you want to be uncommon, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have no problem being the the weird guy at the table, you know, asking for a particular order a certain way so that, you know, there aren't, you know, seed oils and things like that. And even in the NHL, uh, we'd go on the road and we'd have, you know, all organic foods and, you know, these expansive meals. It's, you know, it's, it's no cheap ticket to feed, you know, 25 hungry guys uh, <laughs> night in, <laughs> night out three times a day. And I, I would look at like, you know, for example, pretty standard, we'd have like an omelet bar and I'd watch them spray, you know, Pam, like all over the, the pan. Yeah. And eventually it got to a point, I'm like, I'm just going to bring my own. I'm like, can you just wipe that down? I would bring my own oils and things like that on the road. And I think that you know, going back to the, the Duncan Keith uh, thing, you know, he, I, I, did, I didn't really land that plane. He said that, you know, the two easiest ways for me to play poorly in the National Hockey League are if I'm injured, can't play, or can't play well, uh, or if I'm, if I'm sick and tired. And he's like, so I, you know, I avoid those two things the best I can. Um, and that really gives me the best opportunity to play night in, night out. Because, you know, at the end of the day, as hockey players, we marvel at, you know, football players, not saying their job's easy. You know, those guys go to war night and, uh, you know, week in, week out. But to play one game a week, I think, would be a would be a treat for athletes, yeah. for, for pro hockey players. I mean, even, you know, with the, the shortened season this year, um, you know, the Devils, we were scheduled to play. I think our coach worked it out. He was telling us the one day, he's like, we're playing a game every 40 hours. Wow, that's you know, on, on top of all the travel, on top. We don't have the time change this year. We're all on the East Coast um, just because we're playing in our own division. But normally you'd have that you know, added on to it. It's a, it's a tough job. It's a tough job we have. Yeah. And there's another thing we going back to inflammation, which is, Mm -hmm. I mean, all of this stuff is, is inflammation. It's like the number one killer. Half the diseases are from inflammation, but there's other things like inflammation. Like let's say you've got arthritis or there's our, especially gut inflammation. That's one of the worst is you get that leaky gut uh, syndrome or things where you're digestive because half your immune system's in your gut and C60 really helps there. But, uh, but there's other things that go when you have this inflammation is in the dopamine. And dopamine is sort of like the, it's a neurotransmitter. It's sort of the motivation molecule mm-hmm. to get you up out of there. When you have, our bodies have naturally through evolutionary history have done this. So let's say if we're talking about acute inflammation, well, you know, you're, you're in, you know, you're, you're, let's say your ankle's injured, right? It swells up. It's, uh, it, you know, so it's immobilized. But also the body has a process where it suppresses dopamine when you have inflammation. And so the dopamine is the motivation molecule. So instead of you getting up and hopping around on that ankle while it's trying to heal, you, your dopamine levels go way down. So you're just kind of just lie there. In, in, it's and, a protection and, mechanism. Exactly. Well, that works great when it's acute inflammation. But when you have chronic inflammation, then you've got a problem from arthritis or bad leaky gut syndrome, sort of the whole bunch of those that they have. Then you get that inflammation in there. And the dopamine suppressed. And that's one of the things when people take C60, they notice is they get this, like the motivation to go do things that they did, but wanted to do before, especially in the older generation. 
because that's really where C60 dive or either athletes or, you know, people with a little gray hair. And, and then they just said, oh, I had the motivation to go out and do a hobby I used to do or go walking again or go, you know, out with friends playing cards, all those things that they used to love to do, but they just never seem to have the motivation. Well, it's that dopamine suppression caused by inflammation. And uh, well, of course, it, <laughs> what's better than having energy as a human being? Like it, it, it's so mm. enriching. It, it's, you feel so alive when you feel so alive. It sounds redundant, but um you know, time, at least for me anyway, isn't necessarily a, a scarce item. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not something I really necessarily feel like I need more of uh, really in any particular day, any week, any month. And I don't know, we as people made those up anyway. Um, but energy, like energy as texture, energy is is real. You, you know when you have it and you know when you don't. Um, and that to me is the thing that I wish I have more of you know, particularly in season, <laughs> I've, I've been there where, you know, like the first period's going by, you know, you've got toothpicks on your eyelids and you're like, okay, we've got two more periods of this hockey game left. Like, how am I going to stay awake? <laughs> and you're doing anything you can, um, you know, to a perform and, 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 you know, like a, a have energy and then, then eventually be perform. Um, well, I know I have a friend who's a professor was a professional uh, skater, but the, the 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 competition types, right? Speed speed skater? No, that's speed skater. The the figure skating and dance, yeah, the figure yeah, yeah. skating stuff. And they have to do routines and that. So that's that's what he actually used to do the old coconut oil routine, you know? Okay. Because because especially when you go to competitions, it's like in the morning you got like four or five of them as you know it goes on, and then by the time you hit one o'clock and it starts the afternoon, if you're still with that, you know you're just exhausted. So he used to do the old like a tablespoon of uh, coconut oil or or the sh tiny shot of MCT coconut because it turns to ketones just like that. And then bam, you got the energy you need. Is there so, any particular cocktail you've seen used like intra workout other than just the C60? Like, are they stacking with like an amino acid uh, creatine? Are they using any carbohydrate? You know? Oh, yeah. There's like these guys. Yeah. They have like their own little proprietary. Yeah. They, yeah. So they have like a little this, a little that. They usually have a protein with a like the MCT, and then they have some other things that uh, carb various carbs that. Uh, so you got like the really fast stuff, the medium stuff, a little bit longer bird, and then they then they layer it so that they get they get that. They they I think they've just most of the ones. I, everyone seems to have their own little individual uh, thing that they've designed for themselves over the years with things that they work for them. But it's really important to do that because if you, you just can't, you know, you need to bring in that extra energy, especially if you're doing competition. Otherwise, you're just going to burn out. And you're, you're not going to get to the top. Very cool. I, uh, I wrote down a question here about how C60 compares to um, activated charcoal because I know activated charcoal, for example, is something that I've used, uh, you know, rookie party. You, you end up, you know, going out for a night, you know, cocktails after the season. Um, you know, how do you leverage C60? in the hangover equation, when, oh, where and when would you use it? Uh, I'd take like a little bit before and a little bit afterward. It's not like, like in, uh, activated charcoal, it, it'll just stay in your intestines, right? And it's really great to suck up toxins in there, mm -hmm. especially like to get Montezuma's Revenge or something. I take carbon, I take uh, activated charcoal, but it won't pass the blood brain barrier or the gut blood barrier. But uh, C60, that is a moral hazard of C60 because like if you take like a, like half a shot of C60 before you go drinking and then a half a shot after C60 after you're done, you will wake up the next morning without a hangover. So, yeah, so so half a shot, six shots, <laughs> half a yeah, shot, a, and you'll be buzzing the next then, morning. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're not, you don't have any hangover because, you know, as the alcohol breaks down, it creates oxidative radicals, and then that's what really gives you the headache the next day. Yeah. 
And then to take C60, it gets rid of those oxidative radicals before they cause the damage. Of course, you also need to take a little bit of extra water too. You know, don't forget like an extra glass or two because as alcohol breaks down, it consumes water. So you don't want to get dehydrated. Super which can cool. also cause a headache. So there's there's a couple trips. That's one of the the moral hazards there that you can yeah you can you don't get hangovers when you use C60. Are there um, culturally or around the world? Have you been able to find anywhere that where C60s uh, a little bit more common practice? No, I think the United States is uh, and Japan are pretty much the, Front the two. Yeah, the ones that have figured it out, and only in spots. I mean, C60 right now, very very few people know about it. It's like in the pre-adoption stage. Yeah. It's like way, it's like CBD was 20 years ago. Like almost nobody knew about it. What's this stuff? You know, it's just like a very few weirdos living in Boulder or something were using CBD. And so it's, it's just, it's just something that uh, isn't very uh, known. I mean, in the future it will be, it'll be everywhere. And, uh, and for instance, when I first, my, the way a business started for me is I was, a uh, you know, first I, I healed my, my own eyes and then, uh, and then I learned my engineer on the project, Gary Rodriguez, he had developed uh, severe wet macular degeneration because he had also had two ty- ty- type 2 diabetes. Yeah. And he, in fact, if you go to our C60, the C- C60 Purple Power channel, there's a show Eyes on C60. He let, he let us use his before and after pictures. He take pictures of the inside of his eyeball. It was all covered with lesions on both of his eyeballs. He's an engineer, right? If you can't yeah. see, he doesn't have a job, even though he's kind of old. But so he took a, a, a tablespoon. He's an engineer, like he so he measures everything he does every day. Yeah. Like he records every day yeah, how long yeah, it yeah, took yeah, to, yeah. to walk the dog, right? So he did a very good job of uh, of recording his intake, much much better than I did. And uh, he found he took about a tablespoon of C60 and MCT coconut for a year, and you can see the before and after pictures. And uh, at the after a year, there all the lesions were gone. You couldn't even see that they'd even been there. And remember, the retina is part of the brain. So if you've got brain problems, that probably would reflect on what's how it's going to fix your brain as well. That's why so many stroke people had done that. And then, uh, and so I, 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 you know, I started making, everybody had, was making an olive oil, right? Extra virgin olive oil. Yeah. Well, if I took like a shot of extra virgin olive oil, I'd be visiting the bathroom yeah. soon. Okay, yeah. So I, I, I put in avocado oil and these avocado oils are the, these are all fruit oils because avocado is a fruit, olives a fruit. And, uh, and then MCT coconut oil, that's like a different thing. It's a grass. But, uh, but then they, they don't have that heavy omega-6, which causes inflammation. And they're really easy to digest because our bodies are kind of designed yeah. that. And then I, had just, I just started making it for friends and family. And then oh. I started giving it to my healthcare practitioners and, and alternative, mostly alternative healthcare practitioners. And then their patients started doing it. So I eventually just kind of started a company. I was still doing other stuff and just supplying people these things. And then uh, there's some internet people I used to talk to. Uh, and, uh, and uh, so I started sending to them. And one day somebody mentioned uh, how it had helped. He had, it basically saved his and his wife's life. And uh, I mean, I did like a hundred thousand in sales. And also there, there was only yeah. like two or three of us in the whole, in the whole C60 business that were out there selling C60 to anybody who wanted it. It was a very small market and then it just blew up. Now it's a hundred times bigger than it was when I started making C60. I wasn't really attempting to make a company. It just kind of happened. It's like, whoa, what am I doing now? I guess I have this company. It's, it's yeah, just, you'll, I you'll have to save that for it. how I built this someday. We'll, 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 yeah, exactly. we'll bookmark this conversation is still part of the beginning. Super cool. Yeah, it just kind of uh, happened. It's one of those organic things. I, I didn't really plan it. it just kinda Well, it just goes to show too, like how badly the body seeks and desires health. It's just, we make it hard. Mm-hmm. You know, Western culture, we 
We travel a lot. We eat a lot. We don't sleep. Mm -hmm. We drink a lot. We're stressed out a lot. We work a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's just, yeah, we're, it's Western civilization is kind of a very young culture compared to like places like China or India that are like thousands and thousands of years old. West isn't even 500 years old. So it's, uh, yeah, they, you haven't. Yeah, still young and dumb. Yeah. Yeah. You generally, <laughs> can, you, know, you could, you could test the, the, the maturity of a culture by its food. You know, like compare Chinese food to, let's say, English food. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's the difference. Fascinating. Ken, I think that's an awesome place to wrap up for today. I, uh, I really appreciate your time. I appreciate a lot of the science. Um, you know, I've got, a very, very rudimentary uh, biochemistry background, um, you know, but I, I really appreciate the, you bringing the, some of the terms down. I know uh, part of a lot of our audience will, will certainly gain a lot of information in that realm and, and will probably be the introduction uh, to C60 and we'll, we'll bookmark it as a beginning. We'll see what the relationship with the product is, is now and, and where it is in, in five, 10, 20 years. I'm super fascinated to see. And uh, as athletes, we're usually on the cutting edge. We're usually, you know, looking under a lot of rocks to, uh, you know, be our very best. So we get to things first. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested yeah. to see this was, this was a lot of fun. I, I really appreciate your time today. Yeah. There's a, there's so many things that C60 helps with, uh, you know, obviously one podcast can't cover it, but if you went to, if you go to YouTube and then go to the C60 purple power channel, we've got like 60 shows on there now. We do like we do it the second and fourth Monday, Wednesday of the month okay. at 11 o'clock. And so if you've got a health issue that you're interested in, we've got like 60 shows. They're covering pretty much different health issues and how C60 can help. So that would if you got a question uh, and also we talk about C60, the chemistry in detail. So if you want to learn more, just go to that channel and uh, and, and kind of look around and I'm sure you'll find something that you're interested in. Yeah, we'll put the, the links in uh, the show notes and things like that. Um, for us, this was a lot of fun. I appreciate your mm-hmm. time. Um, well, I'm glad to be and, on. And clearly your expertise. This was, this was phenomenal. So cool. Thank you to everyone, uh, all of my listeners, guests who have stuck with me on this podcast today. Uh, Ken and I, again, I, I warned about it in the beginning, would get a little bit into the weeds. Uh, but personally, I love this shit. Um, you know, I'm always interested in uh, new tips and tricks. I try to blend. I think it's Ben Greenfield kind of coined the whole concept of blending everything that we know and love of ancient wisdom and health, um, and combining it with you know, frankly, you know, sort of uh, you know, modern day medicine and and modern day marvels that you know this is a product um, that's actually you know made in a lab and and really is is basically diamond dust. As Ken and I were talking off the air, it's it's really a fascinating concept. Um, that this is something that we can put into our body and have you know great health benefits with. And I, one of the parts of this podcast that I found absolutely flooring was the fact that based on just how little C60 is actually needed in the distilled oils uh, to have a positive health benefit, that Ken and uh, C60 Purple Power would technically not even need to put it on a label. I thought that that was sort of a reflective point of the podcast where... Um, you know, based on sort of the FDA's uh, standards, we wouldn't even need to, they wouldn't even need to disclose it. Now, obviously, you know, that would sort of uh, separate them out of the market. They, they have a need to differentiate uh, from other health uh, products, from other olive oils, other MCT oils, other avocado oils. Uh, but I found that part absolutely um, interesting. Really, I, I, would have, I would have never known. Um, 
So if you have any further questions about C60, feel free to message uh, either myself at Connor Carrick or at Curious Competitor. Colin and I will get back to you about any questions. Uh, and, if, and if it's beyond the scope of what we know about uh, C60 and the product, or at least my uh, ability to give a testimonial, uh, I'll tap on Ken's shoulder as he's the expert and, and, and see what he's got going on there. And, and if he can get any answers again, this is never uh, medical advice or even nutritional advice and advice and really any uh, capacity. I'm uh, this is entertainment. This is for entertainment purposes. And uh, frankly, just a nudge in a direction um, that if you want to become more educated about uh, your health, uh, different products available that can help you, uh, I will try to be a resource for you in that regard from time to time. So this is uh, sort of just showing you the rock uh, to look under if, if so interested. So thank you again for joining the Curious Competitor podcast. Please continue to uh, you know engage uh, with us on social media. We love hearing uh, from our listeners each and every week. I, I you'd be surprised sometimes after you know a tough day in, in pro hockey or when I'm thin. At the end of a long day of, of being a dad and, you know, getting up at the hours of, you know, three, five, seven, and nine to, to feed the little man, which I, I do love doing, uh, but I, I can be tired from time to time. Uh, how reinvigorating, you know, sometimes hearing from our guests uh, really is for me personally. You don't do it for the notoriety or for the positive feedback. You know, frankly, I, I just try to do this for you and, and add value to your life, but the symbiotic nature of our relationship is never lost on me. So thank you uh, each and every week. I look forward to doing this again next week.